Find seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. And Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Back to Sports Day WA, wherever you may be listening throughout Western Australia. I'm looking forward to this, actually. The big double header, Peter Volandis, as we know, the chairman of the NRL. He loves challenges and he likes taking them front on. And this is a big one. The Sea Eagles against the Rabbitohs, the Roosters against the Broncos, all in Las Vegas. And the venue is where we saw the Super Bowl played just a few days ago. And he's standing outside that arena right now. He's very respected radio and television commentator. He's been involved in the rugby league scene for many a year. We're talking about Andrew Voss. Andrew, thanks for your time. Peter, um, to be honest, my 38th year covering this great sport of rugby league, and I've never been involved in something as big as this. I mean, I'm standing at Allegiant Stadium, outside the stadium right now, the, the ground they call the Death Star. And to see rugby, rugby league advertised on the biggest you know, digital billboard in the world, I can almost cry. It is unbelievable <laughs> that we are, you know, trying to take on this frontier. Uh, it's going to be an amazing moment, Sunday afternoon, Australian time, and uh, a Saturday night in Vegas here. Did you ever think in your professional career it would come to something like this? Rugby league, we know it goes through the Pacific and it's very popular with the Pacific nations. But did you ever feel in your right mind that you'd be where you are now? Well, it's incredibly ambitious. What, what I love about it, well, the short answer is no, <laughs> but what I love about it is the commitment. You know, it's a five-year commitment up front. Now, I don't know what happens after the five years. We might be off to Dubai. We might be off to Wembley, you know, Old Trafford. But for the first five years, it's Vegas. So whatever they do this year, and they're having a red-hot go, and they're to be congratulated for it, they will build on it and it will be bigger next year. And I'd encourage people listening right now, have a think about where you want to take a holiday in the next four years and maybe you might want to factor in a week in Vegas around round one of the rugby league because there are so many Australians flying into this match. I was on a plane early this morning, the ride that was full of rugby league fans from all parts. Um, this is an amazing place and rugby league's getting its you know, slice of the stage on Saturday night. I mean, on the same billboard, it advertised, well, you mentioned at the top, like it had the Super Bowl. It's got the Rolling Stones here in, in May. Every billboard you go to, every famous act in the world, Pink's advertised on the, on the billboard. I'm looking at one for Bruno Mars at the moment. I mean, all around you, this is the you know, sporting and entertainment capital of America, and as I say, rugby league's going to be part of it. What's interesting is uh, there's been a bit of by-play between the two football codes, the NRL and the AFL. The NRL posting some great record profits during the course of the week. Peter Volandis, the chairman, as I mentioned in the introduction, is living on cloud nine at the moment. He just thinks everything's going beautifully for rugby league. What does it do for the profile of the sport? Because as we know, the two football codes don't exactly respect and like each other. Well, look, they're, they're entitled to be rivals. I think beneath all that, there is a healthy respect. But um, Rugby League's been pretty honest about what they're pitching here. They are, ta they are chasing a piece of the gambling dollar, the American gambling dollar. And when we say dollar, it's millions and millions of dollars, if not hundreds of millions. 
the return, you know, the payday, the revenue stream for rugby league, if it gets established through here, uh, could be enormous. So, you know, and they've been quite open about that, that that is, you know, the, the sole focus in terms of financial profits is around seeking that, uh, seeking that market. So I'm saying go for it. And as I said, if they can get as many A-listers here and draw as much attention to this first one and, and show, you know, there's a commitment there for five years, well, I think they're bound to succeed. I really mm. do. They are going to get their, their foot in the door here. There will be that revenue stream. And, and, you know, you can't put a figure on the eventual payday down the track. Well, they reckon they've sold about 33,000 tickets, hopefully. Uh, they're looking at around 43 mm. to 45 to the game. A lot will be expats. Let's yep. not lose sight of that. But the, in the end, it will be on pay TV, I believe, there in the US, Fox Sports 1. So a lot of the Americans will sample oh, what rugby you. league's all about. Yeah. So that is the most another an important aspect of it all, isn't it? Let, let me tell you, yeah, look, the crowd figure, you want as big a crowd as possible. And I'm told you need at least 40 um, to you really get an atmosphere in a legion. But the fact is, every single sports bar, you know, tavern, pub that you walk into here, and I assume it's right across America, has Fox Sports 1 on. You know, it's <laughs> rugby league is going to be on on a Saturday night on Fox Sports 1. It will be our Australian Fox League coverage being presented to the world. Now, if that doesn't blow you away, uh, then you don't have a pulse because that's a, that's a huge achievement for an Australian sport. Um, and, and from a, like, if I can be a little indulgent, that's a huge achievement for an Australian broadcaster as well, Fox League. You know, we're not taking it lightly. We're in a very privileged position to present an Australian sport to a new audience. And when you look at the uh, matches on Sunday, our time, the Sea Eagles Manly against South Sydney, and as we know, the Sydney Roosters against the Brisbane Broncos, they've got four marquee clubs up there. It is the start of the season. They want the two points, but at the same time, they need to provide an exhibition. Is it a real balancing act, do you think? Oh, yeah, yes. But, uh, you know, can I be, you know, really candid? I mean, and obviously I've been in rugby league all my life. When it comes to uh, sport in this country, I, I think I think sport in Australia is the best thing about our country. Yeah, that, that's a very biased sports reporter's point of view. But I want every I want every sport to prosper. I really do. And um, you know, I, I, I think you know we can we can certainly have everyone doing well. I mean, it's, you know, at the moment rugby union's copying and picking, and AFL and league is thriving. Uh, and then you have people like well, you know teams like the Matildas in the football. You know, we're a sporting nation. What did HCN Roy used to say? Too much sport is never enough? Yeah, exactly. True? Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying about the way the games will be played now, the Rabbitohs and the Eagles, mm. the Roosters and the Broncos, they're going to be playing for premiership points the first time this has happened yeah. on American soil. What is the dilemma yep. they face regarding playing tactically to get that win and secondly, knowing that visibly they need to provide entertainment and maybe throw a bit of caution to the win? How do you see the games played on Sunday our time? Yeah, I think, I think the referees have to come to the party here because we have a narrowing of the field. It's just impossible to have a full-size rugby league field. So we're going to be six, six metres narrower um, and about the, you know, four to six metres shorter. But it's the... It's a narrowing of the playing surface that makes it, you know, potentially easier for defences. I think to counter that, if the referees come to the party and keep the two teams a little further apart, so 10 metres can be 12 metres, mm. uh, that may compensate for that. I, look, I think there'll be a very 
positive attitude. I, I, I don't look from what I've experienced. The four clubs aren't taking this lightly either. They 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 feel it is more than just the first premiership game of the season. This is a huge moment. So I don't think they're going in just to kick and chase and you know play dour football. I they really do feel the pressure of putting on a show. Um, and it won't be for the lack of trying if they don't succeed. Uh, looking forward to it. So, Andrew, you've had a very busy day. Tell us about your first day in Las Vegas and and what's the buzz like uh, <laughs> around at the Strip and uh, yeah. around the places there in Vegas? I landed at uh, quarter past six this morning in Vegas, so that's Vegas time. So it's a very, very long day, <laughs> and we've been filming all day pretty much uh, for an episode of The Fan, which will screen on Friday night on Fox League. As for buzz, I mean, yes, it has been... The buzz that I've detected has been all expats, quite obviously, all Australians that have flown over. Um, but just the fact that you're seeing it on billboards around Vegas, you know that you're part... There is so much choice for people on Saturday night. Rugby league is one of those things that they can consider to come out to. Um, yeah, I think it's only going to be bigger. The Brisbane charter flight, I think, arrives in tomorrow. So charter flight, the Qantas have. There have been people flying into LA all day and then connecting flights. Um, so I think by by Sunday, I think there could be as many as 20,000 Australians have made their way over here. It's it's feeding them like a sporting pilgrimage. Fantastic. What a place to go, Vegas. Look after yourself, mate. I know you're there on work commitments, but they you can be led astray on the Strip. Don't worry about that. Uh, well, enjoy what promises to be I, a fantastic event. I have serious intentions not to lose a tooth. I'm not going to steal Mike Tyson's tiger and I'm not going to fall asleep on a mattress outside a hotel. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Andrew Voss, enjoy the experience. You sound really pumped, and why not? It's going to be a once-in-a-lifetime experience to see what's going to transpire on Sunday, our time. Thanks for your time here on Sports Day WA. Two words. Giddy up. <laughs> well done. Love to be there, actually. It'll be a great event. Uh, two big games, NRL, as we said, a lot of expats there, but... It's all about the betting dollar, and it's going to be on Fox Sports 1. And as Andrew pointed out, it's in every casino, Fox Sports 1, on the LA, uh, on the Las Vegas Strip. So they'll get some sort of exposure, and the Americans will be going, what sort of sport's this? But in the end, it's going to be up there. All right, uh, before we take a break, uh, the new refined seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV is available now at your nearest Kia dealer. Opinions that inspire. And, of course, we love your opinion on anything on the text line, 0487 736 736. I kicked off the program by saying, uh, has it been a bit of a low-key build-up to the AFL season that gets underway with opening round next Thursday with matches being played in New South Wales in Queensland before it really sets in with round one and the West Coast Eagles and the Fremantle Dockers getting into action. Uh, give us your thoughts on how you see it and whether you feel the NRL experiment will be successful. A five-year deal, it's not guaranteed it'll be in Las Vegas every year. It could be in other parts of the world. But have they kicked or scored a winner with that, the NRL? Certainly Peter Volandis, the chairman, is very much uh, gung-ho in trying to promote uh, rugby league. All right, uh, before we take a break, uh, the NBL finals are getting wild and you can be part of it. Cats the Wildcats in action as they take on. Now the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers. Uh, that's Friday at RAC Arena because the Jack Jumpers were victorious over the Illawarra Hawks, 92 to 76, uh, just a short time ago. Uh, Full time there, so congratulations to the Jack Jumpers. A bit of a Perth Wildcats connection with uh, the coach, of course, uh, 
in Rothie, and uh, we look forward to what promises to be a big night at RAC Arena on Friday night. By the way, the other match is between the Sydney Kings and the New Zealand Breakers. They're in the second period, and it is the Kings who lead there 34 to 28. So we'll keep you up to date. In the community uh, community shield match in the AFL, Melbourne are taking on Carlton, and we're in the third quarter there, and it's Melbourne nine goals, six sixty over Carlton, four goals, one twenty-five. So a thirty-five point lead to the D's over the Blues, and the D's certainly have been in the news again during the course of the last week. And in fact, uh, even today, Simon Goodwin has uh, been in the news, and speculation spread on social media that the forty-seven-year-old faced the sack just days out from the AFL season opener following a summer of continued controversy around Melbourne's uh, so-called culture. But the club officials came out today and denied Goodwin's position is under any threat. All right, uh, a breaker then. We're going to go to the West Coast Eagles. A big event last night as they honoured uh, the longevity and the enormous career as the Chief Executive Officer, officially Trevor Nisbet, bowed out in front of uh, friends, family, football associates and everybody that in some ways had a bit of a uh, connection with Trevor Nisbet during what has been and will be considered one of the stellar careers when it comes to sports management. Uh, The CEO of the Eagles from 1999 to 2023. And there's a gentleman that knows him better than most because he's been there through that period. Nizzy was his boss. We'll speak to Gary Stocks, the head of the media department, next here on Sports Day.